What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest. So you love Ernest. Same guy, different name. Back again with another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. So, yeah, we have a lot of topics today. So I'm going to try to ram through every single topic as quick as I can because I'm not trying to ramble on forever. You know, I maybe some of y'all like the old longer episodes. I don't really care. How long the episodes are as long as I get my point across on each topic. So with that being said, let's start off with this Michael Jackson biopic that is uh, going to happen. And I think it's going to be on HBO and yada, 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 right? Coming off of the uh, basically the uh, hype and everything of the R. Kelly biopic. Surviving R. Kelly, which I basically talked about last week and the week before that too. So, um, <clears throat> if you were wondering, if you were wondering my thoughts on that documentary bio, I mean, yeah, it's a documentary, not a biopic. My bad, y'all. Late night record record session, record session, recording session. R- r- can't speak in shit, but um, <laughs> yeah. So that documentary, I if you want to know my thoughts on that, you can check out last week's episode and the episode before that as well. Um, once again, just pause this, go listen to that, or you can wait till after you listen to this. I, well, whatever you decide to do, I appreciate it. But, you know, the folks over at HBO, they're trying to do what the folks over at Lifetime did, <clears throat> but... You know, they're doing it with Michael Jackson and the allegations of him and, and child molestation and shit. Um, and yeah, another sex sexual predator. Before I get into all that, I want to, well, now let me get into it. My thoughts on it. I... F- the last I heard about those allegations was that a number of the kids who were older when they came out and confessed that they lied uh, said that, hey, my parents made me do it because we were going to get money, made me lie. Now, that's not surprising at all. When I was still watching DJ Vlad interviews, uh, Vlad was and I called him DJ Vlad. I feel uh, he he used to be a DJ. Now he's just a fuck nigga. So when I was watching fuck nigga Vlad interviews, I'm still watching those interviews. He mentioned that he has a friend who you know is in the industry, and this friend knew Michael Jackson, and there was a time where. You know, this friend who is this rich guy in the industry has a pool in the back and everything back of his crib, a mansion. Uh, His his son was um, I think both his kids, actually. I think he the dude had multiple kids. Um, I don't know who the guy is because uh, Vlad didn't mention the guy's name, which was probably the most honorable thing Vlad has ever done. On Vlad TV. But I digress. Anyways. Um, the guy. Had his kids. Uh, was swimming. Because that's what kids do. In a swimming pool. Especially if your parents is filthy fucking rich. So. There's 
uh, Michael Jackson is over at the house and, you know, the man is there as well. And then there's a, you know, the kid being a fan of, I guess, Michael Jackson, as well as, you know, the father being a friend of Michael Jackson, or at least knowing Michael Jackson because of his industry ties, um, you know, they just agreed to take a picture or have a picture, right? Um, the man says, sure, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would like to have this picture of Michael Jackson and my son. And again, again, I think there was a daughter involved too in this picture. So Michael takes, agrees to take a picture with the kids. This industry guy then comes uh, Ford, he says, again, that picture, he said that picture was taking years, years, years before he was approached by somebody trying to basically take down Michael Jackson. And, and what the guy says, according to Vlad, uh, he says, the guy approaches him. Yes, the father, the father industry, rich guy with the pool and says, we will pay you even more money. If you say, if we, if you allow us to use this picture and, uh, you know, come up with a lie basically to say that Michael Jackson touched, touched your son, um, you just have to convince your son to, uh, you know, believe that, that on that day that he inappropriately touched your kid and, uh, you know, you trusted Mike and you treated him like family. You know, the a whole big setup. So I say all that just to say that when I heard that, because Vlad has said this multiple times during uh, Vlad at TV interviews, especially when talking to Lord Jamar. Uh, he's mentioned this multiple times, so you can go back your damn self and check it out. But that made me, when I heard it, and again, this is years, obviously years before 2019, years before this documentary is supposed to come out. But uh, yeah, I was saying to myself, well, shit, I don't believe he touched them kids then. I believe that if this guy who's in the industry is saying that there's uh, there w was basically a conspiracy to take out Michael Jackson, to tarnish his name, simply because, dude, uh, and I believe it was Sony who was trying to, because I think, wasn't he connected with Sony and he was trying to own his own masters, or I, I think he did own his own masters. Basically, yet they couldn't own Michael Jackson's ass anymore. Whatever record label it was, I want to say it was Sony. Uh, they couldn't own his ass anymore, so they couldn't make money off of him. And he was basically, he basically outsmarted the fucking industry. So they wanted to tarnish his name. So that made me uh, a true believer in the allegations not being real. Yes, when I was a kid and when I was growing up, those were the butt of the jokes. There was everything. And, you know, Michael is this weird guy and all this other stuff. I, yes, I was an immature, dumb, naive kid. 
I believed it because of his quote weirdness of how strange he is and then pile that with him not really having a a a you know a a, a normal childhood that could fuck somebody up mentally also piled that on with the fact that his house was main was basically a fucking kid's paradise for some reason <laughs> I don't understand why he would even invite that type of, uh, you know, invite. I he I know he loved kids, so I, that could be why. But at the same time, you a grown ass man. Like it's you know the monkeys, the jungle gyms, the 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 whole kid thing themed house you had never in Netherland Ranch. You know what I'm saying in the Netherlands. Ah, uh, yeah, that was weird. And I'm not even going to say that even now thinking about it, I still don't think it's weird because it is weird. Um, But when I hear of people saying things like we will pay, uh, these are stories again. I don't know what is true or not, but definitely this is a story I've heard Vlad told uh, tell multiple times hence why I know it so much because I've heard it multiple times and once again when they especially during the Lord Jamar um, <clears throat> you know discussions interviews whatever you want to call them which were the interviews when I was watching fuck nigga Vlad interviews those were the interviews I was watching the most because I am a Lord Jamar fan, not because, not just because of, you know, what he did, uh, in the group brand Nubian, but a lot of this stuff, not everything, but a lot of the stuff he was saying, I was agreeing with. So yeah, I listened to his interviews, but It's it will be interesting to see, and this is why I say that uh, I feel as though uh, this documentary would be a lot more interesting than the Kells doc- documentary. Because, like I said, after after episode two of that documentary, there was really no point in watching it. It was really no point. It got super repetitive, um, and it was really no point in watching it. You could have done, you know, one or two episodes boom bang pow anything three three through six was so repetitive it was repetitive of mainly one but two as well so uh anyways i feel as though this doc i don't know how many uh many episodes they're having or whatever i don't know if it's gonna be one long hour about it but once again i would what i want to see in this documentary is this friend of vlad I want this friend to be in the dock to say, hey, they approached me, Sony approached me, or somebody approached me and said, we will give you X amount of money if you were uh, to lie and say Michael Jackson touched your kid and use this photo as evidence of Michael Jackson being close to your kid and how, and we have a story, and, and then again, convince your child to lie. If he did went forward with it and then the kid come out years later as 
again, many of the children did say, hey, my parents forced me to lie. Now, people are going to say things like, well, it's that it's some victims, they, they, uh, you know, uh, they, they start to uh, internalize it and think that it was normalizing. And they try, you know, shit like that, like they tend to normalize the behaviors and all that, yada, yada, yada. I get it that that happens, but to say that every victim goes through that or does that is fucking false. It's bullshit and it's false. And what it does is eliminates the idea of a potential lie. Oh, it's, and when you do that, you obviously eliminate the idea that somebody accused of something is innocent. And whatever happened to innocent and to proving guilty. Y'all motherfuckers always want to rewrite rules and, and depending on who the individual is and stuff, you want to rewrite rules. But when there are rules that are obviously in place for a reason, when it happens to somebody that you're a fan of, that somebody that you like, that's when you want the rules to be handled accordingly. Everybody else, it's they can go to hell. The rules should not apply to them. Michael, and I'm not saying and R. Kelly, and I'm not saying R. Kelly's innocent in any way, but the rules should still apply. The rules of, and now that motherfucker is guilty. So, but still, the rules should still apply to anybody accused of something. The rules shall still apply, whether you are a fan of that person or not, whether you like them or not, whether you hate them because you personally know them or have had a bad run-in with them or not, the rules should still apply. I don't give a fuck about how weird you thought Michael was, how ugly you thought he was, how bad you think his music is, how overhyped you may think he is. The rules should still apply. We should not say, well, you know, because uh, victims tend to uh, normalize in their mind. They tend to normalize and get brainwashed by uh, behaviors of, you know, whatever assault, abuse they've gone through. Gone through. Uh, they, they'll say things like, oh, it was a choice or, oh, it didn't happen or like that or it wasn't like that. When it really was. Again. I'm not saying those situations do not happen. Because they do. But. When we just jump to that. When there's no evidence. Because even those cases. It's proven. There's evidence behind it to prove that. This victim. Is now not in a sane state of mind. That they. Because of the abuse that went on for so long that they normalized that type of abuse that happened to them. And, uh, you know, they, it, it caused some, some mental instability within their uh, thinking. You know, that you can prove that stuff. And if it is proven that, yeah, it happened to these former children now adults because again when they when they when a lot of them came out they were either young adults 18 
even still in their teens, 17. A lot of them were teenagers and young adults uh, coming out and saying, yeah, my mom made me lie. My dad made me lie. My parents made me lie. I believe, again, hearing one story about somebody having so much beef with their parents because of uh, it didn't sit well in their conscience as they got older that my parents made me lie about this situation and then it caused them to have you know like again some conflict within the family all because of money all this because of greed now i'm saying this not as a michael jackson fan because i can tell you right now prince is the better artist i love prince uh i'm saying this because once again when i hear stories about something I take this I take that type of stuff seriously by the way. So when I hear stories of someone saying shit like I have a friend who was approached by these people in the industry and those people said they were going to pay him X amount of money for him to lie on somebody. When shit like that happened, that that is not the first time I heard about stuff like that happening in the industry, but it definitely was the most direct. And what I mean by that is it was very well detailed out by Vlad when he said, you know, uh, when he basically detailed what I detailed to y'all a couple minutes ago, how there was, uh, you know, the the son, the kids were swimming. Mike was at the house just talking to the parent, obviously, but not the kids. They whatever at the end of whatever meeting they were having, they were discussing during the meeting or whatever. Uh, a picture was taken with Mike and the kids. Industry people come up to again years after that picture have taken. Any type of, uh, you know, that picture was taken. Uh, industry people come up to the dude and they say, hey, this picture of Mike and your son. Let's lie about it. That shit is serious. I think more people should take that shit seriously. And again, I am in no way, shape or form trying to. Pro- and it's sad because in a way I am promoting fuck nigga Vlad shit, but. If you are going to watch a fuck nigga Vlad interview, please let it be one of the older ones where he's where he mentions the story because I'm not lying about this shit. Or you could just hit up Vlad yourself and he probably will tell you because, again, this is something he said over and over again. And even and I'm pretty sure he's going to mention once again because of uh, the documentary i have no doubt in my mind he's gonna come out and say some shit like yeah uh i have a friend in the industry and say the story over again so you might not even have to listen to a fuck nigga vlad interview for that to happen so forget what i said and i'm not promoting his shit fuck that nigga all right um but at the end of the day I ain't just talking about when I say Mike is in, I believe he's innocent. It ain't just that story. It ain't just a number of the uh, 
quote, kids at the time coming out and say, yeah, my parents made me lie. It ain't just that. It's the simple fact that this man was investigated by the FBI. Now, people want to pick and choose once again when they want to trust the government. You either going to trust the... And I get it. I get it. The government's fucked up. The FBI especially. But once again, you either going to trust the judgment of the FBI or you're not. I don't really... Trust the FBI. <laughs> so, with that being said, I think there was an investigation by the FBI with Mike, and nothing was found. No foul play, nothing. No harm was done. If you're going to be one of those individuals that, if the F, you know, when the FBI puts out statements, that can uh, potentially get Trump about the White House. You want to believe that. But you don't want to believe them when they investigated Michael Jackson and found nothing. You can't really pick... Again, if you're going to pick and choose what you can... And, because I'm not going to tell you what you can't... You can't pick and choose what you can and cannot believe. But... It should not be based upon whether you like the individual or not. And again, I am not saying these things because of a liking. And I'm just because I'm not a super fan of Mike doesn't mean that I don't see the uh, allure and everything. I do like Michael Jackson. But I liked R. Kelly's shit before I found out about him. That made me change my tune real quick. I could not support somebody like that. And if it comes out that Mike actually was doing this shit and he somehow is a smooth criminal for real, um, then of course that's going to make me look at him a lot differently than I did or than I do now, right? But if the facts say, if the investigations say nothing, if there are stories, multiple stories, like the one Vlad's friend told him of people saying, yeah, people have approached me and said they were going to pay me to lie. And there's actual statements from these children at the time. Once again, these kids, I keep calling them kids because, you know, they're adults now. They came out when they were like older and stuff, uh, older than their kids. But, you know. The victims, I shouldn't say that. There are multiple statements from multiple victims saying, hey, my parents made me lie. Sorry, I feel bad about this. There's going to be some point where you're going to have to take all of that into account. And if you don't, I think it's obvious why you aren't taking it into account. And before I leave, I want to talk about this whole this whole idea people are having um, about Hollywood trying to just make the black men look bad, and you know with this whole sexual predator shit. Hey, I've made this point many a times before. 
especially when talking about R. Kelly. I did not make the point last week or the week before simply because I forgot or not because I forgot. I just didn't feel like repeating myself, but I am going to repeat myself when I say this. Black men. We are not white men. Black people. We are not white people. Now, black men. Let me say it again. We are not white men. We cannot get away with the same crimes as white men could. You see, you see Harvey Weinstein shit got uh, uh, dismissed. Um, the other predators, he got his shit dismissed. Uh, and um, Ed, Ed, uh, what's his name? The dude, the 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 Democratic politician who basically ended up killing two gay, uh, uh, black gay men, uh, and I say killing because he his idea of a fun Friday night isn't recording podcasts. It's to dope up gay black men and have sex with them and dope them up and see how much they can take. And have sex with them and dope them up until they fucking die. He's still walking the streets comfortably. He's still not fucked up. He also keeps he also keeps these bodies in his house. Yeah. Black men, you 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 will never get away with some shit like that. And why would you? We are black people. We are of a higher standard than these devil motherfuckers out here. So to try to ask questions like, how come these white men ain't getting documentary? Well, they are, you just aren't watching them. That's number one, because there is a Harvey Weinstein documentary. It came out <laughs> long before the, well, I won't say long before, but before the R. Kelly doc, people, believe it or not, you don't know about it because you don't pay attention to it. Stop paying attention to nigga shit, and you'll realize it's a world outside of niggadom. Okay, that's number one. Number two, once a fucking gen, you are a not you are a not a white man. You are not the father, but also you are not a white man. You can't get away with rape. You can't get away with murder. You can't get away with doping up a sexual partner and having sex with them and doping them up and having sex and doping them up and having sex until they pass out until they die you cannot get away with keeping their bodies in your closet in your freezer in your house anywhere you can't not get away with that and people gonna point oj 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 got away with murder because he is rich and he was an athlete at the time. OJ ain't free now, is he? 
Well, OJ didn't. Well, he is free, actually. But OJ served prison time, didn't he? So. I don't understand why. And I'm not saying this is the mindset of the black men or just black people who say stupid shit like, oh, they just trying to take down all these black. Why would you want these men to represent you if they are? Well, Kelly is a R. Kelly is a predator. But if Michael Jackson is a sexual predator, why would you want him to represent the black community? I want all the predators out of but out out the community. Not all skin folk is kin folk. All right. I want all the predators out the community. I want all the self haters out the community. I want all the bed winches, the tap dancing, uh, sellout sambo coons. I want them all out the community, along with the predators. So, to say some shit like, why aren't there documentaries on these predators and this, that, third, and all that other shit? I'll tell you right now, 20 years from now, that Kevin Spacey documentary is going to be wild. That man was wild, okay? I don't know what it's going to be called. I don't know if it's going to be called House of Cards. Um... But it should have like the house of house of something. Y'all work on that shit. But it should be called house of something. And then give me um, executive producing uh, credits because I gave y'all that idea. If I could think of some uh, house of something, then I will. Hmm, nah, you have to pay me for me to share it. But still. That's going to be a crazy documentary. But black folks, especially black men, I just need you, before I get into the next segment, I just need us to understand that we're not on the same level as white men. We will never be. It don't matter how much money we got, what our social status is, we'll never be on that same level. And I'm not saying that because they are white men, they can get away with it, that it makes it fine. None of the actions make it fine. But when you are the original man, the original person, when you are a king, you do not hold yourself to the standards of a motherfucking devil, a cave dweller. You don't. You hold yourself to a higher standard. If black men, especially, but if black people, but black men walked around here. If we all walked around here wearing our crowns, showing our pride, yeah, we would definitely continue to be hated for it. But there would be no reason for the R. Kellys, for the Michael Jacksons, for whoever's, for these white folks to try to, they'll try, they will try, these white devils, I should say, because it's not all white people. Alright, let me not get it fucked up. But these white devils. But they will have no ammunition. Is what I'm saying. Don't give it to them. But they definitely would have nothing to say. 
but the predators, let's get them the fuck out of here. If that includes Michael Jackson, which if this documentary shows or just any other shit shows, then sorry, we're going to have to get him up out of here. Sorry, like we're doing R. Kelly next segment. All right, so we back and we're going to talk about the Gillette ad. <laughs> they got all these trash ass uh, alpha males or whatever. I put down quotation marks, you know what I'm saying? The little, they got the little dick community mad as fuck. Now, if you haven't seen the Gillette ad, you can go on YouTube, search it up yourself. I saw it on Twitter, um, you know. It's not an advertisement that I think Gillette is going to take down. In fact, I hope they do not take it down. Obviously, you can hear that I am in support of this ad. I saw nothing wrong with it at all. I didn't see anything damaging about it. Um, yes, when I first saw the, the headline for it, it, I didn't know how to feel about it. Um, I just didn't want it to be some bullshit. And it wasn't some bullshit. I watched the ad multiple times just to see if I missed the bullshit. Um, And I didn't miss any bullshit because there was no bullshit in the ad. I thought that it was a healthy uh, discussion uh, that the ad should have brought in some healthy discussions uh, within men especially. Uh, I also thought that the responses from women um was it was good to see not that you know the ad was more so catered to, toward women but I think the responses from women was good to see that they had uh it wasn't some type of male bashing type of thing where it's like oh look at them trying to uh uh put on put out a false narrative about men it wasn't like the 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 i hate men community of the opposing sex did not come out in full force and still have doubts about men and and uh you know as a as a whole so that it was good to not see them present um obviously to the men who felt some type of way meaning a negative way about the ad it's because they obviously are the problem. And like a lot of men who don't want to f- hold uh, themselves accountable for a number of the issues that not only plague women, but just plague other men as well. They don't want to hold themselves accountable. And then they want to point the fingers and they want to say shit like, uh, you know, these, these advertisement agencies, they're, uh, falling into the, uh, the, the liberal agenda, (laughs) or they're just trying to, you know, capitalize off this, that, and third, hey, listen, that's business, number one, trying to capitalize off trends, or whatever, but that does not mean that Gillette or Schick or any other shaving company brand doesn't truly believe in uh, what they say they do. Now, 
I've bought Gillette razors. Well, I buy Gillette razors. I've got a bunch of Gillette razors here. Um, I've always been a fan of their razors. Uh, so long before this ad, yeah, I was still buying Gillette razors and I still use Gillette razors. Um, and I will continue to do so. Yeah, people going to talk about how expensive they are. I saw someone making comments like, oh, you know, Gillette doesn't care. You know, you guys paying too much for Gillette razors anyway. You know how dumb people are when they make comments like, well, you know, this shit was too expensive anyways. Or these, you know, these Keurig coffee machine makers are too expensive anyways. These... This shoe brand, Nike, their their shoes are too expensive anyways. It's not worth it. In order to make comments like that, you would have to have bought said product. So if you were to, just like with the razors, uh, I was about to say Nike razors, nah. But with Nike shoes and Gillette razors, if you continuously bought those products... And you came up with the assessment of the product is too expensive for the quality of the razor or the shoe or the coffee machine or whatever product it is, right? Why would you then continue to pour money into it if you, if that's how you really felt about said product? So, I mean, these people, they, they contradict themselves because it's like you don't really think the prices of the razors uh, aren't fitting to the quality of the razor you don't think the razors suck you don't think nike shoes are ugly you just are mad at the fact of the political stance that these companies are uh taking you don't like the fact that nike is siding with colin kaepernick you don't like what colin kaepernick is standing up for you don't like the fact that Gillette and a number, because they're not the only one. Like I said, Schick and I think Dollar Shave Club, basically all the mainstream men, uh, the mainstream shaving brands have taken on this. Let's let's talk about, um, you know, eliminating toxic masculinity. Let's. Let's redefine what it means to be a man. Let's do this. Let's do that. You know, a lot of those brands have done shit like that. So now if you want to walk around here not shaving or not using a brand because you don't want your toxic masculinity to be exposed. You don't want how you are not only negatively affecting women on the daily basis, but how you're negatively uh affecting other men um with your actions and your mindset if you don't want that to be uh to be exposed and discussed um you know like i said probably in the last podcast it's either adapt or die but you, you you're not going to hurt these brands uh by saying things like i'm not buying their product anymore or saying shit like oh their product sucks it's overpriced you didn't think nike shoes were overpriced when you were buying them shits before the kaepernick shit you didn't think uh gillette razors were overpriced when you were buying them before they made this ad simple as that 
because if that was the case, you would have stopped buying them. And if you always, if you thought they were overpriced back then too, and you still bought into them, well, that's your dumbass fault. Ain't nobody made you buy into them. Nobody said you had to. It's your body. Whatever hair you shave on your body, you choose to shave on your body, is you choosing. And whatever uh, shaving utensil you decide to use, that's also your choice. So if you go to a damn store and you say, I need a shaver, I need a razor, um, and I need some cream to go along with it, and you go and you get Gillette, guess whose choice would that was? Your choice. Now, I don't believe any of the men. I, 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 I do not believe any of y'all out here talking about some, I'm not going to use Gillette no more. What y'all going to do is go to the store, get your Gillette razors, wrap it up in a plastic bag. If your stores still use plastic bag, wrap it up, get, rush to your car, go inside your car, rush home, hide that plastic bag until, uh, as, as you know, as much as you can until you get into your house, unwrap that plastic bag, take out your razor, use it, hop on Twitter, talk shit about Gillette, but you still gave them your $21 for a four pack of, uh, for a pack of four, uh, razors. Okay. So don't, don't give me that. (laughs) Talk with your money. All right. You can talk all the shit you want. Gillette doesn't care. They care about the money. And you're going to say, well, if you you know the care about the money, how do you know they're genuine within the ad? I mean, based off how beautiful the ad was, based off how genuine the ad and the message was, I'm here to say that just because people will do things for profit, because that's that's the goal of business, to make a profit, does not mean that uh, 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 businesses and just entities in general, they're not authentic with a stance. It just means that, you know, they got to make money. You don't, you don't get paid by, you, you know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't live off of simply just, uh, you know, your, your inner thoughts. And what I mean by that is that, oh, your moral standpoint, right? Your morals do not, this is going to sound stupid. Nah, what I'm trying to say here is Gillette, Nike, any other brand, whatever morals they have, that's, that, those are, that, that's, those are those morals and Yes, if I agree with them, yes, I agree. And if I don't agree with them, I don't agree with them. But you can't go to your uh, fucking, if you're, if you own a home, you're paying mortgage. You can't pay your mortgage with, I believe toxic masculinity should be eliminated. You can't pay a mortgage with, I believe women uh, should be encouraged to, uh, you know, do whatever the fuck they want to do. They shouldn't just be sitting in the kitchen all day as these sexist men will want them to do, right? And I, I believe that women should not be treated as such objects. You can't pay mortgages with that. You know what I'm saying? You can't pay bills with, let's not build that wall. You can't pay bills with that. You So I have no problem with any business saying, let's 
team up our morals. Let's take a moral stance and and put our opinions and our thoughts and feelings out there. But but at the same time, let's also get some capital from this. Because why the fuck not? You know, it's like what I do with these podcasts. I share my opinions out on, you know, with the My Two Cents podcast. I share my opinions on the music that I'm listening to, the albums and stuff, and just music talk in general. But I'm getting paid off that podcast too. And the same with this one. I'm sharing my thoughts to you all about whatever I'm sharing my thoughts on. And these are my honest to God thoughts and feelings about whatever I'm talking about. But heck yeah, I want some capital. I want some money to go along with the time I'm using to spread whatever uh, words that I am saying to you during these podcast episodes. That doesn't make my what I'm saying here on the My Two Cents podcast, it doesn't make them these words, those words less authentic. Not for me, at least. Now, you could probably tie that into other people in their podcasts and, you know, um, they may, they might be the type of individuals who will argue certain standpoints or say certain things because they're getting paid to do so. But I can tell you for a fact, it doesn't, that's not how it's working over here on this side. Um, so that's that. Other than that, I really did enjoy the ad. Uh, you know, shout out to Gillette. You, you guys are, you know, dope for that. Gillette is so legitness, Gilletteness. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it, it was a real beautiful commercial. Even if I didn't use Gillette razors, if I preferred other razors, I can look at that commercial and say, this is something... This is a real beautiful commercial. I thought it was a real beautiful one, a real nice, uh, maybe because I could relate to a lot of it, like a lot of what I mean by a lot of it is a lot of the character traits that they wanted more men to be like, and they were encouraging other men to be like, um, I can relate to it. Now I'm not saying I'm the perfect dude cause I'm surely not, but, um, I can relate to it. So it was, it felt good to see that, uh, you know, there were, there's other men out there, not only like that, but encouraging other men to be that way. And also, again, I don't understand how anyone could hate this commercial because the commercial talked to men specifically about us loving ourselves, loving who we are. And how if you love who you are, you're not going to try to, you know, act or or feel as though a man is supposed to have these toxic masculine traits. Okay? There was no way, shape, or form was did the commercial say get rid of masculinity. That's some BS I've seen. And I and that's the shit I don't agree with. If that was the case with the with the uh commercial i'd be on board with y'all i'd be on board with y'all motherfuckers talking about some okay this is some bullshit but that's not what the commercial said heck that's not i checked out the chick uh ad i checked out the uh the the other ads uh the other shaving companies had none of them mentioned anything about 
let's do away with masculinity, let's make all men feminine, or let's, you know, blah, 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 men suck. It was nothing to that effect at all. It was clearly, hey, let's not be assholes. Let's not treat women this way. Let's love women. But most importantly, not that the other shit isn't important, but most importantly, Love who you are because you are a man. A real man loves who he is. A real man expresses himself. He is not, he is vulnerable to his own emotions, but he is not going to try to hide those emotions because, you know, uh, it's unmanly like to share your, your emotions, right? It's, you know, all that other BS that they're trying to, uh, that toxic masculinity basically, um, puts out there about men. It says that men are supposed to be. So again, it was obvious. And a lot of people argued shit and, uh, you know, that's how, you know, people didn't watch it or they're just blinded by rage. Cause a lot of the, uh, rebuttals I saw for the commercial, People were mentioning shit that was shown in the commercial. Somebody said some shit like, um, uh, the commercial, he's like, oh, my problem isn't the fact that it's talking about talking masculinity. It's the fact that, you know, they're, 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 it wasn't encouraging of men anyways. It was just, it just seemed like it was telling men to be better to women and, a good deal of that commercial was men helping other men, men making sure that young boys and just men in general were well. Yeah, there were scenes where uh, the dude is stopping his friend from being a fucking creep to a female and following her. Uh, yeah, but that's facts. That's that's real life. That's shit that I've had to do. That shit that I've had, like, I've had to tell dudes, you don't do that. Like, you stop making yourself look stupid. You looking thirsty as fuck right now. She don't even want to talk to you, bruh. Don't, don't do it. Don't. So, like, that shit, that shit is real. And if you're the type of guy who needs to be stopped... How about you need to take a good look in the, in the mirror once again? Because it'll all come back home. It'll all come back to you as to why you feel as though you need to be as overbearing and, and, and boisterous and all this other shit. It's about loving yourself at the end of the day. And if that's something that you, I, I still, I, I, I am going to say that y'all need to talk to a professional about it. Uh you know, talk, talk, talk to a male therapist about it. If y'all so damn, um, you know, I I think y'all should, y'all need to talk to a male therapist about it. And if he does his job well, he will make you feel comfortable. Uh, now I'm not speaking from experience because I've never had a male therapist. It was always a female, um, or a woman, but uh, talk to a male therapist about it. And, um, if he, I'm going willing to guess because the women therapists I've had, they were great at this. They didn't make me feel like I was, uh, trash for my, you know, trash behavior. But at the same time, they didn't justify it either. Right. 
So a male therapist, if he is good at his job, the male therapist that you've tried out, um, and there's more than one, so don't make it seem as though because you your first experience probably was bad doesn't mean that they're all bad. It just means that motherfucker sucks and he needs to not have his license. <laughs> but, um, you know, go check out another therapist and, and you know, you're going to find it in yourself that, um, once again, it all starts with home. Now, that does not mean because you, and I always say this, as long as you're living, you, there's always a chance for you to change uh, who you are, as long as you're alive, you know, um, some people have a better chance at doing that because of the mindset of them, they, they actually feel sorry for, um, or they show more remorse for their past, uh, you know, discretions or whatever, right, um, some people, it's harder for that change to happen because they react the same way as many of the men like bitch ass Pierce Morgan which I ain't even gonna talk to that about that ugly motherfucker I don't as again I I say as long as you're alive you have a chance to change but he's been an asshole for years so yeah anyways a lot of if you're not going to, you know, some people are so stubborn that they're going to react like a Pierce Morgan or any of the other men. So that change may seem as inevitable or at least more inevitable than, uh, well, not inevitable, but uh, less likely to happen than um, the change of somebody who is more open-minded like myself. <laughs> somebody who says, hey, or a guy, because we're talking about men in these situations, but it applies to women too, you know, women can change as long as they're alive as well, but we're talking about the men response, so a man such as myself who says, hey, I'm not perfect, yes, there are certain qualities and traits that I absolutely love about myself, but then there are some parts of me that I really don't like, or I really wish I didn't have, right? And it's not as easy as turning an on switch and off switch. You know what I'm saying? Like I got the light on while I'm recording this uh, episode. It's not as easy as me switching this light off and recording in the dark. You know, it's not that it's not going to be that easy. Um, so um, it takes time. It takes willpower. But it also takes open mindedness. And like I said. It all, you'll find that it all comes back to home. It all comes back to how you feel about yourself. All right. So, yes, once again, I agree with Gillette, not only because you guys make some great razors, uh, but because I, I want to eliminate this whole toxic masculinity thing. Don't get it twisted, people. I've talked about women uh, or just people in general saying this is toxic masculinity that is toxic like misusing a word like they always misuse shit um and of course i'm not going to be for the misuse of terms um when there are actual examples of it being used you know i talked about um with the whole um i think was it chipotle shit 
the, the dude that that accused the the manager of being racist when it really wasn't racism it was just the dude was known to dine and dash you know that was one of the older episodes of uh 2018 or one of the last few episodes of 2018 you can go wherever you're listening to this podcast and scroll back and listen to that but i i'm just against people misusing real issues to try to argue a point so yes i'm against people using misusing toxic masculinity as a reason for why uh you know, they want men to not do something because they'll say things like, oh, you're a man and you disagree with me. That's toxic masculinity. What? Because I, I don't think that you should fucking dress your daughter up like you dress when you're going to the club on a Saturday night. That's my toxic masculinity (laughs) getting in the way of me saying, I don't want your daughter to be snatched up by one of R. Kelly's goons. Okay. Okay. Anyways, great commercial, beautiful commercial. On to the next segment. All right, so... This is a topic that I wanted to speak about. Was it last week or the week before? Probably was last week. Um, and I think tech issues was was occurring. So I didn't really get to re-record that segment. Because um, I had other shit to do. It's basically about Nicki Minaj. And how she basically wants to bring back queen radio so she could talk shit about meek mill and rain on his parade because queen radio was founded on drama her fans quote-unquote fans uh in quotation marks because it's not really her fans they don't really fuck with her i'll get into that but uh her quote fans only cared to listen to queen radio when drama was attached to it after the whole cardi b situation nikki claimed that um she was not going to use Queen Radio to discuss drama of any kind anymore. Ratings went down for that motherfucker because, once again, her, quote, fans didn't listen to Queen Radio because they only wanted to listen to Queen Radio for some shit-talking drama. Um, so, yeah. And I correlate Nicki Minaj talking about how she misses doing Queen Radio to the announcement of her claiming that she's got secrets on Meek Mill. Now, I don't know what these secrets are. I really don't care to know. I've never listened. The only times I've heard Queen Radio is because of the clips I've heard uh, being passed around uh, of, you know, the shit she was saying about Cardi, shit other people were saying when she talked to them on Queen Radio. But I did not actively listen to queen radio it's definitely not one of the uh radio stations slash podcasts or whatever that i listen to on sound well i don't listen to none on soundcloud so let me not even get into that on spotify (laughs) or on the anchor app okay uh so with that being said 
yeah, Nikki is, she's in desperate mode, but this was foreseeable, I don't understand, I don't know how none of y'all saw it, the blind folks didn't see it, the bird boxers out there, but us non-blind folks, we didn't, um, we, we, we saw this downfall coming, um, and it's sad because I think Nicki Minaj, once again, this is the same woman who gave Azalea Banks the advice of, hey girl, just focus on the music, when Azalea Banks, um, DM'd her and basically told her how much of a fan she was and this, that, and the third, so for Nicki to give such great advice to Azalea Banks, I don't understand why she can't give that advice to herself. You know, she just reminds me of the people who give great advice to everybody else or good advice. It doesn't always have to be great, but just good advice to everybody else, but can't really seem to do it for themselves. You know, we all have people like that. We may be the people like that in our lives, but we all know somebody, if it's not ourselves, who is like that, who gives good to great advice but there you will see them acting a damn fool when they were just telling you or somebody you know not to be that foolish or they're contradicting something that they said uh not to do or you shouldn't do or this that and the third so but it isn't surprising with this nikki situation because even prior to her giving that advice to azalea banks nikki was always in the dramatics um, it just so happened with this situation, um, you know, her saying that to AB was before Nikki's last album drop. I'm not sure what the numbers were like for that. I can tell you when I listened to it, it was a pretty mid album, meaning that it was literally a five out of 10 for me. I didn't think it was a terrible album, but it definitely wasn't the best album that I heard all year in 2018, but it certainly wasn't the worst album that I heard all year of 2018 either. Um, if you want to know my full and, and, you know, exact thoughts on that album, once again, wherever you listen to this podcast, don't go to my followers list. The My Two Cents podcast is where you want to go. Go there, follow, and you might have to do a bunch of scro- uh, scrolling because um, other than the one episode that I have uploaded there of the 2019, well, the one album review, uh, project review or whatever, you know, the big crit shit, you can go listen to that as well. But if you want to le- hear the Nicki Minaj Queen album review, you're going to have to do some scrolling for that. But it's there as all my reviews that I've done in 2018 and all the reviews I will do this year, it will be there. So just go there, hit the follow, listen to whatever episode. I appreciate it. Anyways, Nicki Minaj, whatever secrets you have on Meek Mill, keep them. Because I can tell you it's going to go this way. You bring back Queen Radio for that one episode. You talk about how Meek Mill likes his ass ache. Or you talk about how Meek Mill can't sleep without a nightlight on. Or you talk about how Meek Mill likes ketchup on his pizza. Whatever secrets this nigga got that nobody gives a fuck about. People going to clown for two hours of that day and then forget the next day. Um... 
or not talk about it the following Monday because you're probably going to split it out over the weekend, have your key key weekend moment, and then that Monday we're talking about we, meaning y'all, not me, but we are talking about what. Well, you know, I might talk about it on the podcast, but we are going to discuss some other shit. Probably Donald Trump shit. Probably if Kanye, well, for sure, y'all going to talk about whatever Kanye does. What I'm saying is this temporary high you get of the drama of attention that you get because you display drama on Queen Radio. You, what you need to do is really look at your fan base instead of trying to expose people's sleeping, eating, or whatever secret habits that they have, right? Now, I saw somebody say some shit like, oh, well, you know, Meek Mill exposed her secrets first. I'm not aware of that. Once again, I'm not aware of their, uh, well, I was aware of their relationship, but I'm not aware of what the fuck went down. All I know is the reason they broke up is because when Meek got locked away, Nicki Minaj basically distanced herself from Meek Mill. And it was more and more and more of a distance between the two. He would try to reach out and she was distancing herself. Um, And then it got to the point where Nicki Minaj, and she admitted this herself, so it can't be really a secret, that she believed that the judge in that situation, you know, that corrupt judge and shit, that got Meek Mill his, I believe it was six months, five, six months um, in prison, that she believed that judge made the right decision. So all that there, if I'm dating somebody and I'm going through the system and, uh, you know, I'm I'm getting dealt with this corrupt judge and shit like that. And then my ex-girlfriend or my girlfriend at the time says, yeah, I believe that uh, judge... You know, Judge Minaj made the right decision. Hell yeah, I'm going to feel some type of way. Hell yeah, I'm going to be vocal about the fact that my girlfriend at the time, someone who I thought cared about me at least, and was vocal about her feelings about me, uh, those caring feelings about me, is now saying some dumb shit like, yeah, I believe the judge made the right decision. You know? Of course, I'm going to feel some type of way about it. So if the, that's the secret that these this supposed Stan is talking about. Once again, it's not really a secret because Nicki Minaj said it out loud herself. Therefore, it's not really a secret anymore. If that was supposed to be the secret, Nicki Minaj exposed it. Once it's exposed out there, it's no longer a secret. Now, these supposed secrets that she has on Meek Mill, which I don't think she's going to put out now because she saw the backlash that... Um, for it. She, 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 she didn't get enough positive responses from people to say, yeah, do it. A lot of people was like, and especially a lot of people of the industry was like, yo, you're a corny bitch for that. Now I could think of a number of reasons, uh, a number of examples, I should say, Nicki Minaj being a corny bitch. So that didn't surprise me once again, but I believe this is one of the first times, if not the first time, Nicki, Mon- Nicki Minaj did something. And it seemed like her peers, yes, her peers within it. It doesn't mean, I'm not just talking rap peers. I'm talking peers of, you know, folks in the entertainment business, in the hip hop realm especially, was like, nah, Nicki, that ain't it. Whatever feelings you have toward Meek, Do not 
show your bitterness and your bullshit. Eh, 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 eh. Don't don't do that. Don't do this whole let's reveal secret things because now you want to shit on Meeks Mills uh, parade because you see a bunch of people uh, not looking at him as this guy who is a failure because he no longer has you the quote baddest bitch in the game or whatever right um you know if that is a title that you give yourself so i think that's why she's now going back to the drawing board and thinking of well shit what should i do to get my name back out there because cardi b out here she just being herself once again and this is why i always say people authenticity at the end of the day always wins people wonder why so many folk well not so i won't say so many folks but just people in general fuck with my podcast or just fuck with me it's because there are people out there who just love authenticity you may not find the podcast to be entertaining you may be questioning how come this guy is getting x amount of views or x amount of followers or what's so special about him it's authenticity it's the fact that I am not afraid to be myself and who I am. People like seeing that. And yes, Cardi B, I will say Cardi B has done some fuck shit behind the scenes too from the shit I've heard. Probably not as much as Nicki Minaj, probably even the same amount of shit. It probably hasn't been exposed about the fuck shit she has done. But... From what we see, and I understand people put on uh, facades all the time, but from what we see from Cardi, I mean, the whole breakup with Offset, that's fake, but um, what we see is just her being her authentic self. And I think if Nikki was to be honest and authentic for once in her fucking famous career, Maybe we will get somewhere. She'd get somewhere with me. I can't speak for the thousands of millions of barbs who like her because they probably like her because of the image. Right? But again, going back to those motherfuckers, this whole Queen Radio shit just exposes them. These are the same folks that will get on anybody's neck for not saying Nicki Minaj is the greatest... Uh, female rapper of all time but at the same time y'all kind of the reason why your girl is out here feeling like she needs to pull some azalea banks type stunts to get some attention because y'all not doing anything if if y'all really fucked with your girl and i'm not saying that you gotta just because you are a fan of a celeb you gotta support everything or you have to like everything that they do but if the only times you listen to Queen Radio were the times where her or one of her friends was on there just talking hella shit. And then it, it is apparent that um, that was the only reason why people paid attention to Queen Radio was to pay attention to the shit uh, for the drama. Because when the drama stopped, the radio, uh, the, the, uh, the ratings went down. Yeah, that's more on y'all than it is Nicki Minaj. You can say, oh, well, you know, I just didn't really enjoy the content. Well, why didn't you enjoy the content? 
Was it because the content was more friendlier? It wasn't as dramatic or dramatic at all? Now, again, I'm not saying just you may be someone who is into drama. Dramas are your thing. There's nothing wrong with that. But don't sit up here and try to blame other people for Nicki Minaj's downfall. Nicki Minaj is responsible too. That's or the downfall of Nicki Minaj, right? The the failures. All right. I'm not gonna say she's down yet, but the failures that we're seeing. She's responsible for a lot of it. Let me not get it fucked up because I'm not blaming the fans 100%. I'm not even holding a bulk of it. I'm. It's a 60-40 kind of-ish to me. Where I think 40% of it are the fans. Her fans. 60 of it is Nicki Minaj. But that that's a big 40%. That 40% should not be ignored. And no, it's not men pinning two female artists together. Because the stats show, once again, and I'm going to always say this. The majority of both Cardi B and Nicki Minaj's uh, listeners are women. And if you really want to break down the male demographic, and I'm not saying that this has anything to do with... Uh, you know, like there's something wrong with it. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it, but the male demographic, uh, the leading male demographic of both artists, Cardi, Nikki, once again, are homosexual men. Therefore, if you want to then break it down to men are always pitting women together. You're going to have to be much more clear and say, well, it's gay men pitting these women together. Again, I mean no disrespect at all. Somebody's going to take that as disrespect. But if the stats show, it's if you're not going to blame the women who are the leading fan base of both Cardi and Nicki. And then the second leading fan base being gay men. And then third, fourth, and fifth, or whatever, is everybody who isn't a woman or a gay man. Uh, you know, that's, these are the stats, and this is the reality that you're going to have to uh, uh, deal with. So until the fans of Nicki Minaj decide, what are we going to support? Why do we like her? If it's not for the drama, then again, this is shit y'all gonna have to decide. Nikki, on the other hand, just needs to do what exactly what she uh, uh, gave Azalea Banks the advice on. Just focus on the music, Nikki. If you focus on the music and you continue to put out good music. Um, the people who actually listen to you because they like your music, because I know there are people out there um, <clears throat> who like Nicki Minaj because they really like her music. Those people will support. But to the people who just like the drama you get into, they'll go away and then they'll find the next dramatic uh, person to follow. Because 
they're all about drama. And then as soon as that person, if that person decides they want to do away with the drama, they'll stop supporting that person and then look for someone else who's all about the drama. So that's that. Um, Yeah, it's whack as fuck. And yes, I'd be saying the same thing to Meek Mill if he was out here talking about some Um, Nicki Minaj got some secrets so this is not me just sticking up for Meek because he's a male or a black male in general it's the simple fact of the matter is I just think it's corny as fuck there's no justifying it at all even if there are secrets Meek Mill revealed of Nicki Minaj I'm saying it right now that's corny of you to do so Meek again I don't know these damn secrets because everything that um, secret wise I do believe, yes, Meek, uh, I mean, Meek probably has secrets, but I, I meant to say Nikki. I do believe Nikki has some secrets, but I feel as though nobody is going to expose those secrets except for Nikki. That's if she ever does. I can make my assumptions on what a lot of these secrets are based off of her actions, but Nobody knows but Nikki if she has those secrets. And if they get exposed, I'm looking at Nikki and saying, well, if you didn't want that information out there, you should never put it out there. Now, if she obviously did not put it out there and whoever did put it out there without her say so, yeah, of course, I'm going to side with Nikki and, and, and judge that person for putting said information out there. But... Either or, this situation is whack. Nikki, if you are listening, um, focus on the music. I'm telling you, like you told Azalea Banks, focus on the music. The people who love it will listen to it. The people who don't, fuck them. Simple as that. Alright, so another segment. I told y'all it's going to be a long episode. So, yeah, get your popcorn, get your snacks and stuff. I got this uh, Cajun-style uh, trail mix-looking snack. Uh, well, looking snack right here. Been snacking on in between breaks. I, I love Cajun-flavored anything, really. I, I just love Cajun-style shit. So, that's that. Um, anyways, nothing about, about me and what I mean. Or was snacking on in between my breaks and shit. Um, let's get into the segment. Princess Nokia versus Ariana Grande. Yes, I said it like that. You're going to accuse me of being racist. At least I'm not a thief like Ariana Grande. Anyways, um, what what's going on is basically Princess Nokia made a song called Mine a couple years ago. And there's a certain cadence that Ariana Grande basically uses in a newly released song she has called Seven Rings. And pretty much, yeah, uh, Princess Nokia has a point when it comes to this cadence. Now, the songs don't necessarily sound the same. This, is, this isn't like the... Uh, this is America, Jack, Childish Gambino pulled on that rapper believe his name was something pharaoh young pharaoh i want to say his name was 
but um, yeah, it wasn't a Jack move like that where he completely stole the song, but just added a a hook to it. The Young Pharaoh dude, if that's not his name, that's the name I'm giving him for this episode. So supposedly Young Pharaoh dude, he didn't have the whole This Is America uh, hook being saying all around, but the beat and everything about the song, everything about the song clearly was jacked like the similarities is way too way too similar way too similar for anybody to say but that wasn't stolen it could have been a coincidence fuck out of here childish stole the song i'm sorry i like this is america don't get me wrong love the video i can watch that's a video because there's so much going on that i can and did watch it over and over again and i like watching videos like that those are my favorite types of music videos where you know there are a lot of shit going on in the background and in the forefront to where you can't just pay attention to what's going on in the forefront you gotta pay attention to the background the left side the right side up top that bottom you know there's a lot of stuff going around so beautiful group video and the song is a good song but it was a jack move i don't give a fuck what anybody else say about that it was a complete jack move all right that's my thoughts on that ariana grande in this princess nokia situation now um if i guess i guess if i was a good podcaster right if i was right if, if i am god damn it but I would play the snippets for y'all. Um, in fact, Princess Nokia on her Instagram. I hope it's still there. She better still have it. I, she better not have it punked out because I like Princess Nokia. And I don't want her to punk out and delete the post. But she played the snippets. So what I'm going to attempt to do is play said video for y'all. But... Uh, hopefully this will still record. I might have to go on Instagram web on the fucking laptop, which is corny as fuck. So I'm going to have to stall time while this slow ass laptop does its thing and reboots and find that video clip. But Princess Nokia plays the clip, her clip, her song, and then Ariana. And she's going to add she obviously adds her commentary to it. She adds her commentary and her commentary is basically going to be dissimilar to my commentary of it now this is my commentary based off of my assumptions it's not based off of knowledge uh well 100 knowledge the only knowledge i have is these are both latinas right princess nokia and ariana grande are both latinas i am not sure if ariana grande identifies as an Afro-Latina or like what most light-skinned Latinos and Latinas do identify is as white. So a white-passing Latina or white-passing Latino person, you know, such as a George Zimmerman. Princess Nokia, at the uh, though, it has been this 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 isn't up for debate because she herself has said it that she is an afro latina basically means that she does consider herself black people for the eat that's the easiest explanation but yeah she does consider herself black so when people say things like you're you're puerto rican you're this you're that you're uh 
you know, she will say I'm black or I'm Afro-Latina. But in the easiest explanation, Afro-Latinas and Afro-Latinos consider themselves black. They're not trying to, they don't live to be white passing. They don't consider themselves white to make their life easier. They don't do that, right? So, again, I... I am assuming Ariana is the opposing side, obviously, and she is going to consider herself to be a white Latina simply because a white passing Latina simply because of her pop, her, 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 her pop uh, lane. Bunch of teenage white girls love her. Bunch of white people in general love her. If she shows them, hey, I'm one of you, obviously that's going to make them love her even more because they're like, yay, we have somebody like Ariana Grande, right? And with, you know, a lot of people in the entertainment business in general, in order for you to, not in order, but... This isn't just in the entertainment business, too. This is in the real world. This is in the workforce. A lot of people whiten themselves up because they believe it will give them certain advantages within the world. And and again, this is every freaking job out there, not just entertainment and yet not just the entertainment business, but a number of of, of jobs. People will... uh, you know, uh, whiten their voices up so they, you know, can seem more uh, pleasant. Now, I know it seems like I'm rambling. I'm going off brand. I'm really not going off brand or off topic. I'm just trying to stall time for this fucking thing to load. But also, it, it goes on par with Princess Nokia has talked about or is hinted at with the whole Ariana Grande situation. And again, if 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 applicable to Ariana Grande, then this is exactly what she does. But you know, they've done that to make themselves seem uh, more in a in quotation marks pleasant because that you know a white voice is more pleasant than a black voice or an ethnic voice. Y'all standards and shit. So, yeah, that, that you know, there's a number of reasons as to why people go the white route or try to make themselves um, as white as possible. But what it all falls down to it is just them thinking what what makes life easier for them. Uh, I'm typing it up now. I mean, this laptop is slowed in. I, I, I know. I know. How y'all doing? Y'all doing good? Nope. Y'all not? That sucks. Anyways, uh, since we're on the topic of Princess Nokia and shit, and what I also wanted to say was uh, people were trying to argue that Nokia is just using... Ariana's name to get her name out there. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> uh, 
it's stupid for her to do that is what I'm saying if she is doing that uh there's still no doubt in my mind that it could be twofold it could be one people see me coming at Ariana Grande and you know it's going to garner more attention for me but also I feel strongly about this white bitch stealing my shit so I'm going to call her out for it it could be both and there's nothing wrong with it being both it would be wrong if she's fronting like she doesn't give a fuck about the attention, but she's doing it for the attention. Uh, my issue, when people do things for attention, which I'll get into with the Soldier Boy, I'll talk about Soldier Boy uh, probably after this segment. My thing isn't people doing things for attention. That's not the problem. It's the it's when they act like it's not for attention and publicity for whatever they got going on. That's the problem. If they make it clear, yeah, I'm doing all this for some attention. I want y'all to pay attention to me and my shit. I ain't got no problems with that. And you don't have to necessarily come out and say that. But you don't have to... What what's, what would be fake as fuck if you come out and, and say you're not doing it. When it's obvious that you are doing it for that. But I do think in this situation that uh, the people who are saying things like she's just doing it for attention... You may have be, you you could you may have a point there. You might. But I think I think it's more so twofold. That uh you know, she is doing it because yeah, Ariana is the more popular artist uh than Princess Nokia. Yeah. But I also just think that she feels some type of way that this girl didn't stole her cadence, her style within the song, and obviously used that whole no one's no one knows who the fuck you are type of mentality to get away with thievery, which celebrities do. Childish Gambino being one of the celebs who've done it. So ain't nothing wrong with that. I catch anybody, any any podcaster, or anybody in general stealing my shit. I don't give a fuck how bigger they are. I'm going to call them out for it. People going to say shit like you should be flattered that they listen to you. Hey, listen, if someone bigger stole something from me, a little part of me would be flattered that they listen to me. But the most of it would be like, nah, nigga, give me my fucking credit. That's all you got to do is give someone a fucking credit. If Ariana Grande were to say, hey, you know this song um, called Mine by Princess Nokia? I fuck with this shit. Go fuck with Princess Nokia. That'd be dope. Then if she were to down in line after listening to uh, that song make the seven rain song and then you heard the similarities you would understand well ariana did say that she fucked with it so i can understand why she did that same with childish gambino if childish came out and was like yeah yo this song i think will make a really dope song uh so yeah man i think she deleted the fucking post i'm on her page right now i think she deleted the post which is some fuck shit. Yeah, she... Man, fuck. 
Why the fuck y'all celebs do this shit? <laughs> now I'm going. I'm now I'm going full rant mode on y'all niggas. Why the fuck y'all be doing shit on social media, tagging a mother, talking shit on social media, tweeting shit, Instagram and shit, Facebook and shit, whatever, tagging a motherfucker you talking about and then deleting this shit. You just fucking it up for us podcasters, man. Come on. I'm on her page now. She deleted the shit. She just she just got her. Yeah, because it was one of her recent pic. I saw the shit yesterday, people. I'm not lying to y'all. And the people who obviously follow her, they saw the shit too. So they can attest to it. She got just a, a new picture up there now of her in a bikini and her. And, you know, still looking sexy in some other pic. But, yo, like, she deleted this shit. Fucking why? Like, why are you fucking it up for me? Now I'm about to go on Twitter. Twitter.com. Cause I'm still I'm gonna find this I'm gonna find this shit and see if somebody else got that video. And then I'm gonna play it for y'all. But if that does not happen, I'm basically gonna tell you what uh, what uh, Princess Nokia said. Man, come on, yo, straight up being a punk about it. Hey, I love you, Nokia, but you a punk for that. I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck about some... We gotta be mature. We gotta... You should never put the shit up in the first place, my nigga. (laughs) Like, I don't get y'all celebs who will... I don't get y'all. Y'all would do fucking shit. Delete the shit and then talk about some... Yeah, there's a time and a place, man. Like, I don't understand. We do things out of anger. We say things out of anger. That's cool. I get it. We I understand that. Humans, we react to shit. But... You left that shit up there all day yesterday, and then you delete the shit. Like, come the fuck on now. Now, come on, man. All right, let me type in uh, Princess Nokia. There's fucking A on this laptop, man. Nokia. I, I typed in Princess Nokia, and what popped up was Princess Nokia Ariana. So, let me go to the videos tab and see if somebody was a real one and they saved the video somewhere. Um, because all you iPhone users, y'all always do that with people's videos and shit. Y'all take other people's videos, save them, and plaster them on your own Instagram page or your own social media. As if that's you in the video. You know what I'm saying? But whatever. Go to the fucking video. I hate this laptop. Y'all gonna hear me rage in this segment. I, I raged at Nokia for deleting this shit. Being a punk ass. Still love you, but you a punk for that. Um, and now I'm raging at my laptop, not... Man, go to the fucking videos tab and hurry your bitch ass up. Goodness. Hey, I think someone got the video. I think... Thank you, you fucking creepy iPhone users. <laughs> for downloading shit. Yeah, somebody got the video. Thank you, iPhone users, for downloading other people's content and saving it on your phone, you fucking weirdos. But I love y'all. Alright, so, let me pump up the volume.
brown women and their hair? All right. <laughs> Y'all heard my bae? <laughs> Y'all heard her? Oh, man. Oh, you heard my girl? Let me not say that because she don't like it when uh, niggas ain't fucking with her. Uh, you know, dudes in general call her bae and shit like that. She might curse me out. But anyways, you heard the beautiful young queen talk her shit hopefully y'all got that you know all the times i did play some snippets for y'all it was off this shit ass laptop it was loud enough when i did go back and listen to the episode um so hopefully y'all heard it then as well but she she she, like i said what she was hinting at or alluding at now this is on instagram so the videos can only be 59 seconds long so nothing longer than a minute but within that minute um she made it clear hey you know this is some you didn't stole you didn't stole my cadence from a song that i made celebrating brown women's hair celebrating that the shit that we you know as you know, black women go through about our hair, basically. And you made it, you, you took the cadence and you probably, she, I think she probably took some of the words too and made it into a song that you brag about yourself all the fucking time in your music. Again, I'm not Princess Nokia. So if you want a a more clarification, clarifying answer or or explanation as to why she felt the way she did uh you can do so but she probably not gonna answer it because she deleted the video but like like again shout out to the creepy iphone users who take other people's videos and they save them on their phone so uh yeah that was that and pretty much everything i said uh i i i'm on the side of princess nokia not because I'm a fan of Nokia, but because she brought up a good point. She brought up a good point about how, uh, you know, you got white folks, no matter their nationality, stealing from black folks, and that shit ain't cool. You got white folks who undermine the, undermine black beauty of all nationalities, right? And that shit ain't cool. So, with that being said, it's like I I, I don't know what else to say. I, I'm on Princess Nokia's side. I don't think she's gonna make a diss song to Ariana Grande, but it would be nice to hear some fucking bars from her pointed toward Ariana. But she's most likely gonna be on the. I'm not gonna fight another woman tip. We two, we both women and we gotta stick together. And ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying there's something wrong with it. But I'm saying it was clear that she felt some type of way about the Seven Rings. Uh, I don't know if that's the hook or the cadence or whatever. She felt some type of way about this, the, the fucking swag jack that she took. Um, she being Ariana Grande took. And put in Seven Rings from the old song from Princess Nokia called Mine. And it's okay for her to feel some type of way. Because, again, I'd feel some type of way. I don't think uh, imitation is, uh, you know, people should be flattered by imitation. 
I think that, you know, a big small part of it should be people saying to themselves, oh, you know, um, somebody thinks that I'm so good that they want to copy me or do as I do. But knowing me, I'm like, hell nah, nigga. Like, (laughs) I'm not out here putting up a front. I'm being myself. And yes, I'm going to feel some type of way if I see somebody trying to imitate me uh, because it's like you can just as easily be yourself. And the simple fact of the matter is if you don't feel like you can be yourself, don't fucking use me to represent you because then you're going to have a bunch of fake motherfuckers think that is you. And those motherfuckers need to listen to me. (laughs) Nah, but not just even that. It's a simple fact of the matter is, bruh, if you don't think that you are good enough to be heard, you need to do some soul searching, man. You need to find out what's, what's, what's it about yourself that you may not like. Talk to a therapist. It all starts at home, people. Uh, yeah. So, again, people are gonna say she, you you can feel however you want to feel. I'm not saying you have to like, uh, dislike the Seven Rain song. I'm not saying you have to say that the song is worse than than the song Mine. Okay. Uh, so it, it's all up to your personal preference. But don't sit up here, and this is the last point I'm going to make before I get into the next segment. Don't sit up here and make it seem as though just because Princess Nokia is the lesser known artist uh, than Ariana Grande, that she isn't the better artist. That's number one. Um, And that her thoughts and opinions and feelings do not matter. Her creativity do not matter. Because I've seen people try to argue that. That, well, I don't even know who she is, so blah, 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 blah. Um, it don't matter if you don't know who the fuck she is. That's cool you don't know who Princess Nokia is. That doesn't eliminate the fact that Ariana Grande knows who Princess Nokia is. And Ariana Grande stole from Princess Nokia. Same as with the whole Childish Gambino and this Young Pharaoh, if that's his name shit. It don't matter if you don't know who Young Pharaoh is. Childish know who Young Pharaoh is or is aware of the song. Childish was aware of the song so much to the point where he jacked it and just added a hook to it. That's it. So, yeah. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. On to the next segment. Alright, now we're going to talk about Soldier Boy. He's not the last topic, it's the second to last topic. And just this shit that's going on. So, obviously I'm talking about him and a bunch of other topics that I probably don't care about because people want to hear my thoughts on it. Um, so with that being said, I'm going to say that I don't care one bit about what Soldier Boy is doing. I do take part in the jokes when he's coming at people that I typically aren't a fan of well the person being well people yeah Kanye and Drake I I, I laughed at that shit because I typically I really don't like Kanye or Drake um but 
as far as the antics, they don't impress me, but they're not like, I'm not looking at him and saying shit like, you know, I do think that he's wilding. I will say that. Um, but he's doing what 6ix9ine did, but safely. <laughs> what I mean by that is he's coming at niggas that ain't going to do shit. Now, granted, people going to be like, Drake, 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 Drake got goons. Okay. I mean, okay. Okay. Y'all can talk about Kanye as well. Um, but for the simple fact of the matter is, Soldier does this. He will push something that clearly doesn't work. Uh, one of his business ventures or whatever, like the Soldier Boy console, or the, I call it the U Classic. Um, so yeah, uh, the that shit it clearly didn't work. The scam didn't work. Um, people could get mad and shit like that. Listen here. My biggest issue with what Soldier's Boy is doing right now is he's fucking it up for all black businessmen and women out there. What I mean by that is he's doing this whole, well, yeah, you know the reason why they're coming at me is because I'm a young black man making millions of dollars and blah, 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 blah. You know, like I said, when people uh, play the race card, when racism really isn't prevalent, it's you're doing some fuck shit. You just happen to be black, but you're doing some fuck shit. It's not because you're black. It's because you're doing some fuck shit. You know, shit like that. Uh, I've seen people of the LGBT community pull that card saying, oh, you just hate me because of my sexual identification, because I'm trans or because of my, uh, you know, because uh, I'm gay and lesbian or whatever. When you're just being a fucking asshole. That's why people don't like you. That's why people are vocal about having issues with you. Because you're a fucking asshole. It's the same shit. I have a problem with all forms of it. I have a problem with people being of specific. Any community and saying. You just hate me because of this, that, and the third. Instead of looking at the fuck shit that they're doing. And saying, well... I can understand why people would not trust me or would not like me because I am doing some fuck shit. And Soldier Boy, hopefully this shit's still recording. I think the Wi-Fi is fucking up as usual. Wow. Well, not even as usual. It's mainly because I have my conspiracy theories. But anyways, um, as I was saying... I'm not with Soldier Boy using the black card, the race card, especially uh, as an excuse for him to fuck people over. He's got these dingy ass game systems, these game consoles. He's talking about you could download all these games on it. He doesn't have the licenses for a number of the games you could download on them. Um, he's taking people's money. And he, he had that bullshit excuse as to, I only put out 500 copies the first time because I wasn't expecting people, I only uh, expected about 500 people to buy the system. Really? Soldier. Soldier. Did you really think that? You're fucking soldier boy. You're the guy who's made millions. You're the guy who's popular beyond all means 
You're the guy who influenced a lot of these young fuckity fuck raggedy looking motherfuckers. People can talk about Lil Wayne this, Lil Wayne that. Just because these dudes got locks and they're tatted up and they do a bunch of drugs like Lil Wayne did. um, Does not mean that Lil Wayne 100% influenced these guys. A lot of the antics, a lot of the music they make, a lot of their... The, the things that they do is because of Soldier Boy. I will give him that. So I am not buying at all that this man, this is the same man who believes that he thought only 500 people were going to buy into his console. No. What he only wanted to spend was about the amount of money it took for 500 uh, copies of this console to be put out and he wanted to take the rest of the money he wanted to scam folks alright that's what it was that's what it is it's what it was now he's saying he's gonna put out more copies because of course he gotta make it look legit right scammers gotta make their scams look legit a bad scammer is not going to make their scam or their alleged scam look like a scam they're not going to make it easy to detect right even though i already detected the soldier boy scam not going to make it easy to detect what they're going to do is do things to make it not look like a scam so yes he's going to invest in probably another 500 copies so he can mail out the the uh console for those who didn't get the console because they weren't one of the first 500 people to place an order for the console so that on top of his uh well alleged 500 people because supposedly only seven people bought the shit which i don't believe because if it only seven people bought it yeah i've seen youtube videos more than seven actually youtube videos of people um who bought the console and shit like that it's kind of how, how the fuck they get the shit then? Are they in on this joke? Like how the fuck they get the console to review it and talk shit about? Because that's what a lot of uh, the gaming YouTubers did. Uh, was they got the console just to shit on it for views. Obviously because that's what the you know Soldier Boy being the butt of. Even though he's cracking jokes on people and he's acting in clown. He's being foolish. He's actually being laughed at as well. So people are not only laughing at so laughing with Soldier Boy, they're laughing at Soldier Boy right now as well. Like again, my big issue is, and yes, I do have an issue with the scamming him scamming folks too. That's not, you know, it's not something that I I think is cool. But I, you know, I, at first glance, I was like, this shit is shit is a scam. So if you looked at it and you thought it was legit and you got scammed, well. All I can say is, um, I hope you learned your lesson. If you're still going to pour in money into this dude, that is your choice at the end of the day. I ain't giving him a dime. But I do have an issue with him um, being a black man and using that as an excuse to get away with scamming motherfuckers. Or get away with being called out for scamming motherfuckers. And being a liar. 
yes, there are very, there are many true life, real life in instances. Shit, Black Wall Street is a beautiful, is the best example of white folks and just non-black folks hating on black people making money. So yes, what Soldier Boy is saying is true and it does happen. People actually do hate seeing not only just young black men, but just black people in general make money. People do hate that to the point to where they destroy thriving black neighborhoods to the point where they did, they, uh, you know, um, do anything to tarnish the name of black businessmen and women. Or they'll try to get the women to, you know, go against black, uh, you know, the black community. And they try to do the same with the men as well. Right. So that is a that that is something that actually happens. Is that happening with Soldier Boy? No. What's happening with Soldier Boy is you got Nintendo saying you're still on our shit. <laughs> you motherfucker. And we're not going to allow you to get money from this. Then you're going to get PlayStation, you're going to get Sony, you're going to get Microsoft, you're going to get all these other video game uh, businesses to come out and say, stop selling knockoff versions of our shit at a discounted price. So, yeah, like, it is, ain't, ain't, ain't nobody looking at you, soldier, and saying, uh, now, granted, there probably are people who are, are racist as fuck, of course, and going to look at Soldier Boy and say shit like, uh, they should have never gave this nigger money. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, that's out there for sure. But I'm talking about what's going on right now. And what's going on right now is Soldier, you can do the antics, do whatever the fuck you want to do, young sir. Um, but leave black folks out of it. I know you're black, so you kind of have to include blackness in whatever you do, but leave black folks out of it. Do not drag all us down. Do not drag fellow black businessmen and businesswomen down because people are going to look at you and it's sad, but people are going to look at you and see how you as a black young entrepreneur are how you're moving out here then they're gonna look at all the other black entrepreneurs out here and say shit like well you know that's if that's how you know soldier is doing not everyone's gonna do this but you will have people who do this if that's how soldier is gonna operate on some scam shit like that who's to say some other money hungry nigga isn't going to do the same so that's all I want you to do really is to leave black folks about your shit whatever shit you want to get yourself into however you want to portray yourself online you want to go on these you want to have uh, a fucking arguments on, on IG live with people you want to curse out women because she she set tripped on you and some shit like that. You want to call out rappers for stealing your flow. Whatever you want to do, you a grown ass man. You do whatever the hell you want. You want to tarnish your reputation. You want to do whatever. Whatever, bro. That's on you. Just do not get black people fucked up in your bullshit. Because there are good black 
businessmen and women out here who aren't scamming motherfuckers. There are good black men and women out here who are trying to get even see half a mil. You over here talking about you making millions in, in a day and that's cool. It's true. But, you know, a lot of us are just trying to get half of that. And of course we would like more, but we 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 didn't we we haven't even made half a mil yet. So until that shit happens, yo, like, and I'm not saying Soldier Boy will be the end all be all of all black businesses. I'm not saying Soldier Boy is if he if he doesn't shut you know uh, if he doesn't change how he acts, he's just going to ruin it for everybody because that's not true at all. I just don't like with all the antics and shit that I see, I don't like him using the race card. That's the issue I have the most problem with. All this other shit, I don't, it's not surprising me. Whether he's on drugs or not, I if I had to guess, I'd say, yeah. But then at the same time, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Um, I don't want black people being drugged down by Soldier Boy's BS at the end of the day, really. Um, I don't give a fuck what else he does. He's a grown-ass man. He's been this way for years. At the end of the day, it's... It's whatever. And I'm not a fan anyway, so why should it matter to me? Just leave black folks out of your BS and on to the last segment.